This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. the dead Kennedys in uh, California Uberalis uh, and we're totally wired and it's Sunday November the 14th uh, and this is Fresh FM hi Jack good evening how are you you, you sort of sat up for a minute mm-hmm. you were laying down before yeah I'm, I'm quite exhausted tonight so are you have, mm. have a lap just in between you know but mm-hmm. make sure you tell us everything that's been happening in 1979 okay sure um, so a little more information about 1979. Uh, it was the um, year that America started establishing diplomatic ties to mainland China again. 
I thought they had done already. With like um, Nixon went there, didn't he? Well, following the the ping the table tennis them. thing. Yeah, they did ping pong diplomacy. Yeah, with China by sending ping pong players to play with them. Yeah, but um, although they had met um, the Chinese leader, it was the first time that they met. They never um, established a dialogue or anything. But they didn't establish, right. you know, an em- embassy yet. Okay. And then come 1979, they re-established ties with mainland China. So Jimmy Car- Jimmy Carter again. Uh, yeah, under the good, Carter administration. And um, then also Chairman Hua Guofeng um, becomes the first Chinese leader to visit Britain. So oh, okay. mainland China is truly you know, sort of stepping away from the Maoist sort of um, isolationism yeah. of the past. So it's thawing a bit, relations were thawing. Yeah. yeah. But meanwhile, the um, USSR are up to trouble. Meanwhile. It sounds like a, you know, a, a thriller. Well, in, in a way, while. in a way, it is because um, they're invading in Afghanistan in 1979 at the very end of the year. Yeah, and, um, and anyone who thinks about Afghanistan now and what happened this year with mm. the, the Taliban need to need to look back in their history books and and discover 1979, don't they? Yeah, because. Um, you just realise how messed up the country's history is. Um, the reason why the USSR invade is because the Afghanistan the country of Afghanistan is under a communist government, and the two leaders, Amen and Taraki, um, Hafizullah Amen and Nur Mohammed Taraki, um, are getting into an argument. They mm-hmm. just cannot agree with anything, and it ends up with Amen assassinating, um, ordering the assassination of Taraki. It, su- mm-hmm. it succeeds, and then the USSR invade and intervene in the country. They call it an, inven- in, 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 an intervention, intervention. Yeah. and then they kill Amin. Yes. So then they take over the country and administer it for yes. about nine years. Right. Ironically, and then what happens? What do the, what do the US what do the US do? They Tell us. Um, so, spoiler alert, in the future, America funds this small group of freedom fighters called the Taliban. They do. Yeah. And they train them and fund them with CIA money yeah. uh, t- in order to fight against the Russians mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and create a, uh, you know, this, this Islamic um, uh, group. Yeah, although... That then end up kind of turning on them. Yeah, they end up turning on the USA kind of. because the USA invaded, yes. um, I believe, Kuwait to intervene with Iraq. I think that was what turned the Taliban against uh, America. Yeah, so and you shouldn't ever mess, really, should you, too much? But be careful where you put your finger uh, or where you yeah. put your CIA money because it might bite you. Yeah, it's kind of a cautionary tale of intervening in yes. and meddling with a country's politics that you yes. don't fully understand. Yeah, yeah. Accidentally, I've got this next song. It's uh, Talking Heads and Life During Wartime.
Talking Heads and uh, Life During Wartime from the album Fear of Music. Uh, so, d- did you hear that the the the, um, uh, the trailers before the show? Or were you sleeping then? No, I heard I heard of them. Yes, the the kind of. Uh, there was one de- dedicated to Britpop yeah. in the nineties. Yes, I, I quite like to hear that. Yeah, I probably won't listen because I'm just lazy. But um, quite a good, a good, uh, good sounding show, I thought. And the one before that, Leather and Lace, the kind of uh-huh. you know, folk dedicated to women's music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Anyway, mm-hmm. there's another one that's the Trinket Box one on the show as well, on, on the, the station as well that does that, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, do you feel like we don't fit sometimes? I'm sure we do. Anyway, tell us more about 1979. I, I would. I've never really asked that question myself. No, I, I haven't either. I just wondered. But if in 1979, there's one thing that is certainly not going to fit, and well, it's smallpox. Smallpox. Yeah. Go on. The world just decided to say we don't want to deal with smallpox anymore, mm-hmm. and so we eradicated a virus completely, <coughs> completely wiped it off the face of the earth. So it's possible to do. Yeah, and this is one species we wanted extinct. Yes, it was a very nasty um, virus. Mm, smallpox, yeah. yes. Yeah. If you don't know what smallpox was, it was a virus and um, it infected people of all ages. And yeah. you, the, you see the photos of their, their skin being affected and there's these tiny sort of burst, sort of like, um, you know, pox sort of mm. acne things. Nasty. Nasty mm. sort of things that makes person's skin look sort of, I guess, like scales. And yeah. it, it just looks really awful to deal with I'm glad I've eaten my tea mm. um, the vi- you know. there was a 40, there's a 30% uh, fatality rate yep. for people who got smallpox yep. and um, it would you'd be afflicted for maybe like one week to four weeks mm-hmm. so it was pretty nasty um, and though uh, lots of um, European and North American countries had already er- eradicated smallpox from their populations. It wasn't completely eradicated around the world yet. Uh, so in the 60s, the UN decided to push uh, smallpox eradication efforts further. And eventually, into the 70s and into 1979, um, smallpox was declared. declared eradicated. Gone forever. Gone, yep. Apparently they're, they're, there's some, some kind of, they still keep it in like a test tube somewhere, don't they? Oh, do like, they? Like there's, there's a, well, there's a, there's, I, th- I don't think if you eradicate it, you, you know, you want to keep a, a, one sample of it, don't you? Well, just for posterity. Uh, for posterity as far as I understand just, how just some vaccines work, you have this deactivated sort yeah, of attenuated copy of the virus, you know, strain yeah. of the virus. So, if you could reactivate it again, you could bring it back. But <coughs> and if people want to experiment with it, then it could yeah, come back. It could come back, couldn't it? Yeah. Uh, 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 just, maybe that's an apocryphal tale that it's like in a s- in some kind of secret kind of yeah laboratory somewhere perhaps under lock and key with only the president uh, of the united states who can open it <laughs> yeah you know that kind of scenario probably not true is it mm, I, I have no idea honestly yeah <laughs> i've got another record this is this is just just very good programming on our part which is completely accidental this is the cure Ten fifteen saturday night Thank you. 
the cure and 10 15 saturday night and jack it's so funny jack because you just you were sitting up until like 20 seconds before the end of the song and then decided yeah. to lay down oh yeah and you had to kind of suddenly get up again uh-huh yeah that's true <laughs> you're right there. i'm good <laughs> if you, what am i gonna do if you fall asleep i, I won't fall asleep well, what am i gonna do i'll have to like talk myself yeah you you have to carry this show yourself carry the load uh-huh yeah tell us about um milton kings so um this is just a sort of a cultural first note. Um, Margaret Thatcher opens, who, who is now the Prime Minister in September, opens a um, shopping centre in central Mil- Milton Keynes. And if you don't know, Milton Keynes was a newly built city in Britain, which is also quite unusual. Most yeah, created from scratch mm, entirely. Yeah. It was like, a, let's design a city. Yeah. Yeah. And that's. If anyone's ever been there, it was really, really horrible. Oh, okay. Concrete, lots of concrete, and lots of kind of paths that kind of didn't appear to go anywhere. But um, it was. Uh, I think most people would agree it was poorly designed. Oh, that's which is a shame because it was designed. <laughs> yeah, because I mean. you'd expect things to be designed better in the modern age, but um, that's not true. No, no. How things evolve is sometimes better, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Milton Keynes gets a new um, 
indoor shopping center in Britain, and it's the largest indoor shopping center in Britain now. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just important to mention because it's the start of a new um, era of shopping. consumerism in England. Yeah. But beforehand, you had um, you know, small shops and you had um, markets. Yeah, shops in your street. They go to the corner shop, those kind of things. Mm. And then they had. Th- then they started to put shops in all together. Yeah. So it became a new public space, didn't it? For mm. people? Yes, but with, with the shopping centres, you had all of these shops in one place, yeah. and yeah. Um, then it became the gathering place for you know mm. the, the young and. It saved you having to walk a lot. You see, because mm. all in one place. Uh, yeah, uh, I ideally yes. Mm. Um, and <laughs> I mean, this to- sort of way of shopping and you know interacting with goods. Yeah. Was something I guess new to Britain. Yeah, Americans. I think had the Americans. I had. I think had the malls a bit earlier. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, they probably gathered a lot of their shops in one place. Mm. Yeah, the corner shop probably wasn't wasn't a feature of of, of the USA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now we became consumers in in a big way throughout the eighties. I yeah, think when much it more started. Yeah, consumer a consumer culture sort of started yeah. much. You know, and these places, these places were, were horrible. I mean, you know, the malls are just like awful places, aren't they? Generally. I think anyway. they can be awful places. They can be. I think they can be. They They're can also be pretty relaxing. Um, relaxing? What's relaxing about shopping in a mall? Um, what do I like about so, malls? So you're struggling now, aren't you? I just like it. Oh, there's lots of people there. There's lots of people there. Yeah, and that's relaxing. Uh, yeah, I think it's. I think it could be nice to uh, just walk amongst m- lots of crowds. <laughs> really? Honestly, yeah. And you find that relaxing. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Mm. All right. Okay. Thank you, Jack. Uh, talking of the so Margaret Thatcher, you said. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. This is gangsters.
that's Misty and Roots uh, and a song called Mankind and for that the specials and gangsters uh, Jack's yawning mm-hmm. uh, it's half past seven and this is Totally Wild on Fresh FM it's 1979 mm-hmm. so uh, some a big thing that would become sort of a recurring uh, issue in Britain in the 80s that was started in 1979 was the role of unions in British society so um it, already at the start of the year you had the winter of discontent where the entire country was shut down and there was rubbish in the streets bur- bodies would not be buried and mm-hmm. the healthcare sector was overwhelmed and mm. all this awful stuff would happen um uh, but this situation with um striking and unions wasn't was still happening and still um, occurring late into the year uh for example um the times magazine which is an american magazine by the way um they had a dispute between management and unions over staffing levels and it took a whole year for them Mm -hmm. to publish again um and in britain there are miners who rejected a 20 pay increase 20 percent pay increase um and they threatened to go on strike until they get a desired pay rise of 65 percent and then this created the issue of okay who is to who is causing this is it the union leaders or is it the workers themselves? Mm-hmm. And I think that was the crux of the debate. Um, it was. It was, and, and they went up against the Conservative government. And uh, yeah, and, and some mm. people just said, "Well, you were just using the unit. The unions just using this to, to try and bring down the government," which had happened in the seventies a little bit with with certain unions. Yeah. Uh, so it was a it was, it was a debate, and no one was quite sure about. Uh, who was doing what? Yeah, and it's um, hard, of course. And I think that's perhaps an inherent problem with having a political party that is has very close ties to unions. Yeah, because then the unions become politicised. Yeah, and uh, when they actually should probably not, you know, be political. They should be pro-worker or almost, you know, to to, to a reasonable degree. I think I think there was there was going to be left of, left in the left side of politics, but they were yes. they were. Uh, well. They were intertwined with the Labour Party mm. in the seventies yeah. and the sixties. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. they used to help, help elect the leader of the Labour Party. So it's kind of mm. interesting times, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Perhaps like it, well, you'd have the same problem with perhaps a business-oriented party. Yeah, and they have next to businesses, and businesses well, should perhaps be also not. Well, when you when you political. get millionaires giving money to right-wing parties, that becomes a problem, doesn't it? Uh, you know, because then they get favoured with legislation don't they yeah you can buy people off yeah, you can. through that method yeah um, unless those people already have those you know convictions and then they just sponsor you yes because you know you share the same interests yeah quite possibly so it, it's not always buying off but it's but some but on, when you have politicians that do, don't have any values yeah yeah it's basically buying them off do politicians have values some do okay only a few only a few yeah, it's the sad truth. You can write a small list later. Yeah. This is the pretenders. Got this in pocket. Got battle. I am gonna use it. Intention. I'm feeling mental. Gonna make you, make you, make you notice. Got motion. Been diving, detailed, leaning, no reason. Just seems so pleasing. Come make you, make you, 
in pocket from the pretenders so you, you've done a list of trustworthy politicians uh there's only four that i can think of that i four. feel like for certain they four. stuck to their values when it was even unpopular and uh, to do so so first of all you have nigel farage he's always um stuck to his guns about like being against the european union uh second you have um bernie sanders He's always been um, supported, like he supported um, same-sex uh, marriage when in the nineties, when it was like hugely unpopular to do so. Yes, um, and lots of other un- unpopular issues back then. So, so you're, you're naming politicians now. that have never uh, have stuck to their their guns, principles, yeah. their haven't principles, really wavered. Yeah. I don't think they've wavered, and they haven't haven't si- sought uh, political power simply by just giving up on their yeah. beliefs. Yeah. Saying, oh, I'll just believe anything as long as I, be- I can become president. Yeah. Or prime minister. Uh, I think they, these are the guys that have not traded in their beliefs right. um, to pander to the masses. Um, Mark Pence would be another one. He's always had a consistent ro- voting record right. on being um, a conservative. And yeah. then the fourth guy, I think, is John Hume. Right. And John Hume was the guy who negotiated the peace between Nor- uh, Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland. Right. And he basically put a stop to the troubles. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's going to come later, but... Yeah. Hmm. So there's only four you can think of? Uh, only within, like, five minutes. Right. Okay. And, and uh, like, like, trying to figure out whether a politician is consistent is... Yeah. It's difficult. I could name more, okay. but I feel like... Kennedy? I wouldn't know for certain. Uh, no. Why is that? I think he would sometimes waver and change his mind yes. just to be um, prat- more prat- pragmatic and Lincoln? practical. Um, no, I think Lincoln would do anything to save the Union. Okay. Yeah. But um, he was principled. He, he did have principles. Mm. He was always against slavery. But I don't know if he stuck to all of them. Jimmy Carter? I'm going through American I think I like think Carter was very principled. I could see could, Carter could as being that. completely stuck to his principles, but I don't know for certain. <coughs> mm. Oh, well. Yeah. Thank you, Jack. You mm. think on maybe there's a couple more? Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I don't really want to know. Maybe I'm wrong on all of them. But you, could, you could be, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but <coughs> they were good and the rest, um, of course, were uh, not great men. <laughs> Fresh FM.
was the jam and thickest thieves and before that the gang of four and not great men so not great men you we were just commenting that you named men didn't you yeah and no women yeah and there were four Did men you feel bad about that uh, I'm not going to accuse no. you. I'm not accusing you of misogyny or anything. But no, I just couldn't think of any woman politicians that that work consistent. Guns. Yeah, oh, I guess Tulsi Gabbard does, but I don't know enough about her to know for sure. Who's that? Who's that? Uh, she's she was this Democrat um, nominee for 2020, uh-huh. uh, who got completely ignored um, by the Democratic primary because. Uh, despite being having all of these traits that would make her yeah, yeah. appealing to vote for, right, and then she got no media coverage at all, right. Um, she's she's from Hawaii, by the way, right. Yeah. Okay, I, if I can remember that, her kind of a, maybe. There were a lot of Democrats you're in not the twenty twenty. You're not put Hillary on the list. Hillary Clinton. No, she's not going on your list. She has no principles. Margaret Thatcher. Is not, uh, not on your list. Uh, I. I I don't know if she ever sort of. She's very principled. D- d- did she? Was she? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. She didn't really. Okay, I guess she would fit the bill then, if that's true. But I don't know if she wavered on anything. Yeah. It's like twelve years of <coughs> running a country. That's a lot. Yes. Mm. We won't mention our current prime minister in this country. Oh sure. Will we? No. As, as, what about Boudica? Uh, Boudica. She, was she a, wasn't a politician. She, she was, was a queen. A, she was a queen. <laughs> she was consistent on kicking the Romans out of Britain. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Boudicca. Absolutely. This <laughs> <laughs> chic.
chic and good times uh, and as we were saying uh, they weren't good times for some people no, for a lot of people 1979 was not yeah. a great year so but kind of escapist songs but that's music to music isn't it like yeah it, it is. doesn't have to be it's still amaz- an amazing song grim and political yes yeah. very good yes I, I imagine there was probably about six people listening at home all, all together and probably five of them were probably tapping their foot mm-hmm. or feet yeah or maybe for dancing around the kitchen hopefully who would know anyway uh, this has been Totally Wired on Fresh FM and we've been in 1979 next week it's a new decade yep we'll be well actually decades don't really be, truly begin uh-huh. on, like when the num- yeah. number changes to zero here we go doesn't it yeah it technically starts when it changes to one does it yeah so it's not a new, so 1980 is not a new decade it's yeah, not yeah technically yeah <laughs> technically so you're going to be technical about it yeah all right that's great <coughs> yes uh, thanks for that Jack <laughs> really, it just messes with my head really yeah yeah, it does it doesn't start until 1981 uh, do, do you count year zero it, no it goes from like uh, one yeah, to one yeah 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 okay yeah. anyway thank you Jack <laughs> you're welcome like I said join us next week it'll be 1980 not a new decade uh, and we're going to end with Joy Division mm-hmm. and New Dawn Fades good night good night
Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.